Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 25, 25 of the Frisky Whiskey. It's like our 25th anniversary almost. It's like kind of weird. It kind of like feels right? like that, right? It's right. Anniversary. I mean, we are a quarter of the way to 100, yeah. halfway of the way to 50. Yeah. I mean, well, I should have brought streamers and like noisemakers and those little <laughs> things you blow on, man. You know? <laughs> I'm not even going there. <laughs> so, uh, you know. We kind of had an interesting idea for today's episode. Yeah. As y'all know, because Mike D and I, we talk about our private collections and the things that we like to go and shop for and that kind of stuff. Uh, we're kind of diving into the private selection. Yeah, so the, the show is the uh, from the private collection, volume one. Mm-hmm. So this one is from TI's private this collection. Is, this is my private collection. So if you notice, they've already been opened. And, yes. Um, but these are really good and very unique both of them. Uh, whiskeys that we got here, bourbons, if you will, and whiskeys. You know, mm-hmm. actually, they're both bourbons. They're, they're yeah, both they're, bourbons. they're, both, they're both bourbons, yeah. Uh, we have a Calumet Small Batch Kentucky Straight Bourbon, and this is going to be interesting when we talk about this one. And then we have the we have something really special. In my opinion, I do. Not I easy do. to find, and when you no. find it, it's usually over 100. Yeah. Um, it's Booker's Kentucky Straight Bourbon 2301-1 Charlie's Batch. And how much did you pay for this one? So this one was uh, $97.99. Okay, so I saw it. In different ranges from 90 to 130. And so, I was kind of uh, doing yeah, so I think I'm, I'm, I did a pretty good job. I think you did pretty good. I, I think getting it for under 100, you, you won yeah. on this one. Uh, and this has a great history story. Uh, it's kind of cool. Uh, so we're going to get into that. But I think, uh, you know, we have the day, we have the night ready to go. We do. We have Calumet, we have Booker. I think we jump into your private collection. Let's dive right All in. All right, so we're going to do the Calumet first. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about that one real quick. It is a 86 proof with a bill mash of. Mash, uh, mash bill, I'm sorry, mash bill of 74 corn, 18% rye, and 8% malted barley. Now, we've done Calumet before. We, I think we, we did a 10-year-old, if I remember correctly. <clears throat> yes, we did. And we had got introduced to them at the at the uh, Whiskey Fest. Yes, we did. That was and actually, yeah, that was actually our first introduction to uh And I love the story. I, I love their story. I love the history that they have because they really have a history in what a lot of people consider to be more all-American than a lot of other things in this, in this world, in this country, it was horse racing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's very American. It, it, it probably saved a lot of people during the, during the heavy depressions back in the 30s yeah. and 20s. But, it, you know, there's, there's, like, this kind of, like, nobility with horse racing that we have in this country. It's, yeah. you know, held at a certain standard, you know. Yeah. Um, so Calumet um, was uh, – so here's a, here's a story in Calumet. William Moore Wright established Calumet Farm in 1924 – a small farm in Lexington, Kentucky. After Wright's death in 1933, his son's Warren, his son Warren, began to move the farm business towards thoroughbred racing. Over the decades, that came to be the farm that produced two Triple Crown winners, eight Kentucky Derby winners, and eight Preakness State winners. That's pretty nice. That is pretty cool. Uh, in 2013, Calumet launched and released Small Batch Bourbon for the first time. So they started making the whiskey mm-hmm. in 2013. But I've read some stuff about them. They were, they've always been making whiskey out there. It was like a private thing for private us. Thing, yes, for, yeah. the, for the horse races, the jockeys, and the people that worked on the yeah. farms. And, and actually, we were learning that anyway from all the stuff we were doing. They all made their own whiskeys. Yep. Or they were getting barrels from their friends who weren't making a whiskey and was staying on the farm. Yep. You know, it's keep their farm hams happy. So they're happy, you know, family happy. Definitely to probably get the wife drunk and happy all the time and you know <laughs> but um so to this day they still produce uh thoroughbreds champion thoroughbreds and 19 in 2019 they led until the money one Dang. and they make great bourbon bourbon so it's kind of cool 
kind of cool. I like their I story, like you know, yeah. and they have a great history of, with horse racing. They, they, now, if you go on their website, you can read more about them. And there was a time when, like, yeah, they were they were going pretty down, and then yeah. they got—I think they got bought by somebody, um, like thirty-three million dollars. Uh, small chunk of change. Small chunk of change. And it was before two thousand thirteen, and they, they kind of resurrected a farm, resurrected the horses, and now you know they're, they're back on they're back in the game again, you know, okay. and they're making and they're making bourbons. So mm-hmm. like, whoever bought them Cinderella was like, story. you got to make bourbons. Um, so, but this one, each small batch, which is fifty barrels, is crafted from a blend of premium Kentucky straight bourbons. And it's two different kind of bourbons here, two kind of yep, whiskeys. It's, it's a 15-year-old Kentucky Straight and an 8-year-old Kentucky Straight. So that is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Got to clean that, that palate and get ready for the whiskeys. Yeah, well, we had, uh, we'll, we'll tell people we had a minute for, for, yeah. for our, our eaties, our foodies. Um, so now we're going to have a nose of caramel and butterscotch, oak, wintergreen, which I'm questioning that until we do it, <laughs> and cotton candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we'll go through the taste in a second, too, but the taste is going to be banana bread, light brown sugar, smoky char, vanilla, cherry, and baking spice. Mm-hmm. The wintergreen's there. It is. Okay. I was questioning that one a little bit when I saw it. You know, mm-hmm. you know, goes back to my chalk thing. That's, yeah, it was weird. Wintergreen chalk. Wintergreen chalk. <laughs> <laughs> is it just like light green and you're just going to water? <laughs> that does smell really, really good. I mean, this is really nice. Mm-hmm. No, the, you know the, the caramel, that butterscotch is there. Uh, uh, the oak, a little bit, a little yeah. bit of oak, a little bit of oak. Uh, cotton candy, I don't, I don't know. I, the wintergreen definitely caramel and butterscotch. Yes, cotton, I don't know. Cotton candy could be kind of. I mean, that just smells like candy. Yeah, sugar. I, it could, you know, I, I, I think it could be very uh, like a sweetness. Yeah, subjective too. Yeah, if someone thinks what cotton candy smells like, someone had a bad experience cotton candy, they freak out. <laughs> you know, especially like cherry <laughs> cotton candy or something weird. How would you know? <laughs> No, and then the whole clown thing pops up. This cotton candy <laughs> smells like ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody fucking a clown in here? <laughs> oh, yes. It does have the, the, the light hint right. of aroma of, right. of empty, clown. <laughs> empty bottle of bourbon, the clown passed out, bumped <laughs> over. <laughs> Ever seen the movie nice Shakes the Clown? I don't think so. Uh, have we ever talked about this? No. Oh, we're talking about this in a second. Let's do a taste and we're going to talk about Shakes the Clown. All right, so we should be uh, tasting banana bread. Light brown sugar, smoky char, vanilla, cherry, and baking spice. I'm going to say right off the bat, this is so smooth. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I'm definitely, I'm definitely getting the baking spices, the char, the, the brown sugar is definitely there. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm searching for the banana bread. Hold on. Let me go searching here. So there's a reason why, like, this is, this is definitely one of my favorites that I have in my collection right now. Mmm. <sighs> And I think I picked it up. So, so this one I picked up up at to, um, not Total Wine. I was up in Massachusetts. Yes. So I was cruising around up there. Uh, stopped at a place called Yankee Spirits. So, if any of you listeners from the Northeast, uh, Massachusetts specifically, I'm pretty sure Yankee Spirits has a couple of locations. I think they got one out near the Cape, or they got one in uh, Central Mass. Uh, I was in the one at Central Mass, so okay. that helps. It's in Sturbridge. Sure. Okay. Okay. So. And that's where I found both of these bottles. Okay, so I, I think you got a very, f- I think you, this price you're going to get everywhere. I, I saw it between fifty three and fifty six, so yeah. not big, not a big price difference. No. So this is, and it, it's out there. If you go on their website, it says it's very available. Like it's kind of interesting. Some of them weren't as available, or some were totally you can't get anywhere. Yeah, you know. So I, and I, this is this is good. I I mean this is really tasty. It is a solid whiskey. This is something you get for somebody you, as a gift you like. Yeah, and you hand it to him with like confidence, like you're gonna like this. 
It's smooth. It's very smooth. It's I mean, got a ton make, of flavor. You can make a cocktail of this. I think this make a good Manhattan oh, yeah. for sure. Um, and a couple other. Uh, I have a dad's drink. I think this would be really good for. It would be. Uh, which is like a lemon juice, sweet tea syrup, mm-hmm. and uh, and some bourbon. But this is. Um, so I'm, I'm going to try to get this banana bread out of here. It's kind of there. Kind of. It's more that there's that cotton candy, that shame by no milk. <laughs> there's <laughs> that shame. Yeah. Definitely that brown sugar, that char, that's that that smoky char is there, that vanilla. I'm definitely getting that kind of like a dark fruit, so cherry. Mm-hmm. You know, it's spicy, so baking spice for sure. I just I'm not, I'm not getting that bread. See to me, I think the, the bread's more like on the tail end of the initial flavor. Maybe that's what I'm getting at the end. I'm just not calling it banana, I'm calling yeah. it bread. Yeah. For me, I'm just not getting that banana sensation. Yeah, it's not 100% banana. No. No. But this is really good. It I is. mean, this is so tasty. I can't wait. We're going to do this one on ice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this one we do on ice. Um, but, yeah, this is, um, like, this is something, like, you come home from a hard day's work, mm-hmm. you know, have one of those special days at work. You know, I need, I need something more than my normal every yeah. day. I'm not I'm not going for the, the low shelf. I'm going yeah. for the mid shelf. Yeah. Like, you know, like the Evan Williams bottom of the bond's awesome, but like I have had a rough day. I, I think I'll go after this one. Yeah. This is, I mean, cause it's so smooth and, and that, that spice hangs out at the very end too. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, this is also one I, I really wanted to share with, with friends. Like, because I haven't, like when I came across this, I hadn't seen it before. Right. I, like we had mentioned, we'd done the 10 year before. Yep. And so I've seen that one and I've seen the eight years and I've seen the 15. We never bought the 15, but no. I've seen the 15, but I've never seen saw the blend like okay. a small batch blend. So I was like, I'm curious. Is it, is it good? I have to imagine it is. And right. they actually make a 16, they make a 15 and a 16 year old or huh. something like that. Like they have two close together, which I've never seen that Interesting. before. So maybe like the 16 one is like a unique maybe. And so these whiskeys, if I understood it correctly, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know if they're actually making these whiskeys. I think they're sourcing these two whiskeys they, out. Yeah, I think they source and, them. And they blend it to their Calumet yeah. tradition. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not the Calumet whiskeys that they, they make themselves. These are just straight bourbon whiskeys that they're they're getting. They're selecting them. They're selecting for them, them and yeah. blending them, which is really cool. Yeah. And the, whole, look, the art of blending is not easy. No. And I couldn't imagine, you know, like doing it just Especially right. small batches where yeah. you have like 50 barrels and that's yes. what you're working with. It's yeah. like, okay, yeah. well, you know. You're not talking like a massive thing where you're blending a whole batch. Like because we had that little taster before, I'm gonna say I like this better than the uh, taster we had before. Yeah, I mean, you want me to bring up what we yeah. had? Okay. So one of the uh, the other whiskeys I pulled out because um, I wasn't sure if Mike D had had it before was just the Wild Turkey Rare Breed. Um, it's very good. It is a very good whiskey. Very good. Um, but, but I was like, I was looking and I was like, we're we're doing my private you know collection here, so I was like. Yeah, I'll bring this one down. Just you know, see if you like it. Yeah, I wanted. I just wanted some during dinner. Yeah. Or, 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 not our dinner, but our little snacky. Yeah. So that, that's very good. But I'll, I'm going to put this ahead of that. Yeah, this is this is definitely well, just different. Different. I think the the rare breed was like thirty eight dollars. Okay. Okay. All right. Something like that. So that movie I was talking about, Shakes to Clown. So if you, you guys are a little bit older out there, you're going to know who I'm talking about. There's a comedian called Bobcat Goldthwait. Okay. Okay, and he used kind of a goofball type of comedian, like really weird. But he made this movie called Shakes the Clown. And he he was Shakes the Clown, but had all kinds of actors in it, okay. famous actors who we weren't famous then or just started up and coming, or from at the end of their towards the end of their career. So it had like Adam Chandler was in it, Robin Williams is in it, um, a hand other a handful of other people that you know that you see their faces. You're like, oh wow, he's 
Like, this is when they were young. Like, yeah. And uh, also who was in it was Florence Henderson, the, the yeah. Brady Bunch mom. So <laughs> the movie starts out. It, this is the classic best start of a movie ever. There's a clown passed out on the floor, but you don't really see what's going on. All of a sudden, you hear something going over his head and hitting the toilet. You realize it's in the bathroom, and some, there's a little kid peeing over his head into the toilet. <laughs> and he wakes up, and the kid's just peeing over his head. And he gets up. He's like, you know, you can tell he's drinking all night. You can just tell, right? And then suddenly, Florentine comes walking in. She's like, she had clown makeup all, like, all over her face. And she's like, oh, wow, you, you know, you're my first clown. <laughs> He's like, I get out of here, baby. And he just takes <laughs> off or something. Just, and that's how the movie starts. So the, the premise of the movie is clowns are real people. Okay. Okay. Not just people, but they're actually, that's who they are. They're a clown. Like, yes. And they live in society as clowns. So they're, so clowns don't take their makeup off in this, in this movie. They, okay. are, they are who they are. They are a clown. They go to dinner, shopping, anything they I do, mean, they as are a as a clown. So the, the, in this world... Clowns are real people. Like they're real. Mm-hmm. Like they are there, and they are clowns, but they're that's who they are. And there's some funny, funny scenes in this movie. Totally. There's a scene they're all getting drunk. They're like driving around town, getting drunk, drinking, you know, drinking like beers or whatever. And they see a mime. <laughs> they, like, they chase the mime down. Come here, you solid motherfucker! And they start beating him up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So when did this movie come out? Uh, in the 80s. This is an 80s movie. This okay. is probably, so it's Adam Chandler Young, probably mid, probably 84-ish. Dang. Uh, 85-ish, but it's like a cult classic. I'm going to have to check it out. It, it, but shakes, I mean, the stuff that this guy goes through, what he does is a clown. And then at some point, he becomes not a clown, and he's like all like all out of wax. He doesn't have to be, he doesn't have to be a person without being a clown. So it, it's interesting. It, it's, a, it's a cult classic, good watch. So it's like a comedy. Oh, it's definitely a comedy. Because okay. so, all comedians are yeah. in Robin Williams, he's he's funny because he plays a mime teacher, right? And something's going on. And he goes, "I know who you are. You're no mime. You're a clown." <laughs> <laughs> and Bob Cool, no, no, I want to be a mime, man. This is what I want to do. <laughs> so it's, it's just it's a well worth checking this movie out. Shakes okay. the clown. All right, let's let's move into our next phase of the tasting, if mm-hmm. you will. Enough of shakes. Good old shakes. Shakes good likes old his, shakes. Oh, by the way, shakes liked his whiskey back in the eighties. He liked his whiskey, which is a good thing. Because actually, I'm saying that because when we get to the next one, we're going to talk about who probably saved whiskey. Whiskey to a certain degree. Oh yeah, here's my ice. Yes, bring in the ice. Don't forget a little bit, so we can see what we get, and this will determine whether or not it's a good cocktail. True. To you. True. That is a good test when you put the ice in there. Mm-hmm. So the smell got, I mean, the smell did change. Yeah. That wintergreen is more. Mm-hmm. It's burning my nose, that wintergreen. That butterscotch probably more than a caramel now. Mm-hmm. Definitely you smell that oak. That's nice. Yeah, that oak is definitely there. That cotton candy's still not there. Yeah. Oh, that cherry's there <clears throat> big time now. Yeah. Wow. That mellowed it right out. Yeah, the smoky char is almost gone. The, the brown sugar is there. I think that's why... The, the, the baking spice has kind of went away. Yeah, very, very mild. It's a very... Maybe it's very a little bit in your tongue, but not really that much. I like this on ice, too. This is very smooth and ice. I like this. I, I like this neater on ice. I go both ways on this one. Um, I'd agree with that. And definitely with a good cigar. Did you grab cigars? 
I'm upstairs. You're upstairs. I know. I forgot. <sighs> I forgot to get them down here. So they're like 50 feet away. 50 feet away. <laughs> cigar too far. Uh, cigar too far. <laughs> We're probably going to have one of the ones that we picked up recently. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right we'll post it on the Instagram. Yes. Yeah, so. Actually, you know what we need to post on the Instagram, which I'll, I'll take care of it tonight, mm. is we had promised our people to uh, that bottle that we got, the mm. Roaming Man. Yes. We're supposed to show the uh, yes, information, yes, yes, so yes. we're going to do that. And you need to post that video, by the way. I need to retake it. I'm pointing you at you. You know what video I'm talking about, right? I do, but I have to retake it. Oh, then I'll take care of it at my house. I'll do it. I'll make it. Because it's not a video anymore. What is it? It's just a picture. Which doesn't make any sense. I huh? did. You sure you made You didn't make no video. You were drunk. You were drunk. You know, hey, you know, you know it's, uh, we had a couple of whiskeys, and then, you know, drunk. things happened. Okay, that's all right. Well, we're going to make a video of the uh, the Ragnarok yes. that we did last week. Which was awesome. Not to get off subject, because we have some really good whiskeys here tonight. And this this count, like, I put this in the upper echelons now uh, of the bourbons, you know, for the price yeah. for the price point. Oh, yeah. For the price point. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is this is really good. I can't say that I've never been disappointed by a Calumet. Mm-mm. Actually, I was having their 10-year-old the other night. I would be interested to know which two whiskeys they're blending from. They try to keep those things a secret. I know. A lot of those stores don't want to give out everything they do. I like, I like to know. You know, and I'm, you know, I'm wondering based off of like the bottle, right, and when it was, when it was bottled. Yeah, to that way, I'm assuming they're they're never the same two that are being blended each time, right? Or are they? Maybe, but they mean they're small batches, so maybe it's uh, like but, they'll uh, just the, say those small these, batches change. Yeah, every batch? single, literally every single one's different. Right. So. So we, I think we have to do more research and find like when these are bottled. Yes. And then see when we can find one. Maybe have to pay you know a little bit more to get a an older one. You know. See if it's different. And obviously, I mean, this was their first. Well, I gotta check the website just to make sure. So let's say you know based off what they're saying here in the timeline, in 2013 they launched their first small <clears throat> small batch bourbon. Okay. Is this the one they released? The mixing of the blends, or well, they that make would a small be, batch bourbon. Well, that's assuming that it's like the eight year. Is there what they're providing is the eight year? Maybe, right? That could be a small. Batch. That was like ten years ago. That could be a small batch. Yeah. So if they started again, anything you're drinking a ten year, that's that's coming out now. I think. Okay. Right. You know the the science behind that's got to be awesome. It's, it's probably not that hard. We're probably make, we'll probably make it harder if we start talking about it ourselves right now. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm going to put this whiskey with this whiskey, whiskey, and it tastes good. Right. <laughs> now, there's um, got to be something to it, because you have to know, like, you have to... I'm imagining that you probably want to mix ages where that complement each other, right? Yeah. So you're not, like, going to want to get something that's super nice and blend it. Like, you know, you're not going to want to take a 25-year and blend it with, like, an 8. Oh, my God. Right? Because yeah. you're just going out. I think 15 like, pushing the limits, too, in my opinion. It depends on the 15. Yeah. I mean, we've had some really good ones, right, yeah. that are super yeah. smooth that I would not want to tamper with. You know, the more this has uh, got ice melted into it and breathing more, I, it's gotten better. Mm-hmm. It's gotten a whole lot better than when I first tried it with the ice. Yeah, there's definitely, um, I'm going to be picking up another bottle of this. Yeah, this is worth the money. Mm-hmm. 100% worth the money. Totally agree. You know what? I just wish I should have I should have brought a third one down. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. The private collection? Yeah. I don't know. Sure. Because yeah. these two are, like, special to me. I know. Kind of special. They are kind of special. We'll yeah, figure it out. Okay. We'll, we'll see what happens with the book. I do have another one sitting behind me. True. <laughs> which we already had some, which I'll just more of that, too. Not going to go wrong with that one. That one's very good. I was just thinking. I was like, yeah. you know, two, two or three. So, um, 
I'm leaving tomorrow. You are. I'm leaving tomorrow. On a big jet plane. I'm going uh, actually in a car. <laughs> 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 and we're going to drive across the state to Naples uh, and for my for my annual golf trip. I talked about it last episode. And so uh, Evan's picking me up tomorrow. Our, our master uh, logo uh, designer here who did the frisky whiskey for us. And I'm, I'm going to bring him that that ride. I'm going to hold one. I'm going to hold true to my word. Excellent. The show, and I'm going to have him try it tomorrow he needs night. needs to. Uh, and, and what we're also going to do, too, is we're going to do a little packy store hunting. Yeah. So we're going to get down there early for some lunch at Tin City. And then um, on our way f- to the hotel where we're staying, we're going to see how many liquor stores we can find. As long as it look too scary, we'll go inside. That's you the know? way to do Or, it. you know what? I'm, I'm scared. I don't care about the scary part. I'll just leave Evan there. Yeah. On his own. If it gets wild, I'll just throw Evan in front of it, and I'll take his car and drive away. <laughs> <laughs> just knock him over. Yeah, it's like you can have him. <laughs> No rough stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Which that actually inspired me to do the uh, some hunting myself on Saturday. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You go hunting. Yeah. yeah. You go hunting around here. Yeah. Go stores we haven't been to yet to guess yeah. in any form or fashion. Yeah. Or I've been to or you've been to. Try to find some deals. Yeah. Because I've been to a few find. places around here that you've never been yeah. to, and you've been to some places around here I've never been to. Yep. So yeah. So you gotta find us. Find us a find us a gem. Yeah. And if I find anything, obviously we're gonna. Yeah. Just get it. Same thing for you. You yeah, know. Just do it. So, no, I'm actually looking forward to that little part of the trip now that we're doing that. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like we just talked about it the other night. I'm like, yeah, that's a great idea. Well, so, you know, our friend Steve, who was on the show Battle of the Rise in June. Yes, right? the finale. Uh, he was out in the Tampa area and said he found a really nice whiskey for $11. I, yeah, I, I got to see that receipt. Me too. I don't believe him, but... I mean, maybe he was, like, all excited. He made $110? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, $11? I mean, what can you get for $11 anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, this really nice whiskey. I was, I'm actually... I'm going to call my cousin up. I need to I need to name that store <laughs> and send her there and have her get me a bottle. Do it. Just send it. I mean, and her husband likes whiskey, so maybe he might want to know about this, too. Maybe get, like, three bottles. Okay. And then you just store one away. Yeah, this is a nice whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, take more, 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 little, well you got me going already with the with the uh well so okay, so oh, while God, we blame me. Okay. So <laughs> while we were having our snackies, I got confused with the glasses and I thought I had more whiskey in my glass, but maybe I had my maybe I finished my whiskey, but I saw whiskey in a glass and I just went ahead and drank it. Apparently it was not my glass. No, it was my glass. Yeah, so I drank your whiskey and my whiskey, so I doubled up. And I was having so much fun with it. And but since I'm going away tomorrow, it doesn't really matter for me tonight. No. <laughs> no. And Eben's driving, I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, you'll have a good time. You'll have oh, a yeah, good time. Yeah. I know. I, 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 he drives every time. Mm. We go. We've been doing this couple of, for more than a minute now. So um, he drives usually every time. Yep. I just give him gas money. There you go. Yeah, this is good, though. This is yeah. good whiskey. And I'm excited where we're going for lunch too. This place called Tin City. So they have, oh, they have it's like on the water, and they have like multiple restaurants. Hmm. And there's one restaurant that it's kind of, I think it's called Snappers. Snappers. <laughs> Snappers. Uh, Snappers. And uh, they're famous for like these pinch claw crab things that they make, where it's like these little crab claws, like tiny, but they have a big mm-hmm. chunk of meat on the end of them. You rip them out and you just eat it. It's good food. It's on the water too. Yeah. It's good seafood. And I love my seafood so. I'm just trying to imagine like a tiny little claw with meat. Uh, I'll take a picture of it. It's kind of it's you have to you have to see it and you understand what it is. It's kind of yeah. cool. It's not a little bit of meat. It's like a chunk of meat, like you know, with I'll, the little claws. I'll believe you. Yeah, yeah you'll see. Yeah, send, yeah, send yeah, picture. pictures. Um, so I'm actually looking forward to that too. And I mean, it sounds good. Yeah, bring some. Uh, I'm bringing some of that uh, bullet pre-made old fashioned, and then my buddy there, who's also going to this 
uh, thing with us. Uh, he's a big Manhattan drinker. Okay. Uh, his name is Matt Harold. Call Matt him Harold. Harold. Matt Harold. We call him Harold. Um, but he likes his Manhattans, and so I'm going to have him come try this out. Maybe I'll even record it. Or maybe I'll do a quick Instagram. Yeah, do that. And while we're we're going to meet him, oh, I'm going to do that. Do it. That's a great idea. Yeah, definitely do. The, I'm going to do a live Instagram on Friday night with uh, me and Harold, and we're going to try the bullet pre-made Manhattan mix. And yeah. he's my Manhattan specialist. He's my, my expert. He's my SN, He's my SME. You know. Subject matter expert. Yeah. Say it again. Subject matter expert. <laughs> I said it way too fast. I was like, subject matter expert. And I'm going to have him <laughs> let, let me know. Because he just likes a classic. However you make the most classic Manhattans. Yeah. He makes them in, in, in quantity. Because Manhattan's one of those ones you can make in quantity. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess you could do that with old fashioned too. You could. It just would be weird. Yeah. Um, well, obviously, Bullets figured it out because they're making they're not making bottles of it, and so did uh, High West. Yeah. I, had, I just tried that one for High West. I was looking to see if they had a High West Manhattan too, and I was at uh, I was at ABC. Um, you know, they had the same stuff on that shelf that hasn't changed since we've been there. They sell the Willet. Yeah, it has nothing. Nothing has changed on that shelf. I don't know what that's about now. It's kind of making me act like like is this real? It's not real. It's not real. I, I'm, not, I'm not. You're not real. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I was like, if I would have saw something then too, I'd have grabbed yeah. it. But you know, um, I said I told you what I grabbed for an upcoming possible Japanese show. Never been Japanese in a while. It's true. Yeah. 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 We're gonna be going back over some other topics that we've covered. Yeah, and past. we're definitely gonna we're figuring out how we're gonna do uh, mixologists. We're we're getting closer to what we want to do. Mm. I gotta decide what I want to buy ultimately. We all, yeah, I mean, which recipe do we want to do first? That's different. I mean, because you know when I was when well, I was that doing determines it, what we buy. You know, last week and, and then even this week when um, I'm doing the history and looking yeah. at these websites, they all have recipes, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, if we, like, like like I know we talked about doing a Manhattan thing and like maybe I'll, I'll just, we'll just get three different whiskeys. You know, like a Hudson, a old uh, uncle, uncle nearest, and somebody yeah. else. You know, whatever, and make three different Manhattans their ways with their whiskey, and we'll see which one we yeah. like better. You know. I'm down. So, we'll, and, and uh, you know, oh, I forgot what whiskey was. We had, what did we have last week? I'm drawing a blank right now. We had oh. the, we, I know we did Rise last week. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them had some good recipes. Not just the Manhattan, just other drinks. So we got well, you did trying. mention that the Roaming Man one had some recipes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, we got, I think we got to like, just try, like, the only ingredients and yeah. just, just try different recipes, man. And, yeah. You know, we have a Manhattan night, then we'll have a... But that's the thing, though, is like, which whiskeys do we gonna go with? Because oh, we'll figure it out. We, we, we have yeah, so many. We, we, have, we have so many right now in our in our collection that uh, I'm sure we could throw a dart and say, "Okay, let's do that one." <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right. I have no idea how to drink. I have, I'm having drinking problems. I have a drinking problems, everybody. I can't get it all the way in the mouth. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It happens. It does happen. Now we're moving on to the special one. This is sorry. This is something that um, I'm looking forward to to talk about. I know we've tried it, but we didn't try it with information. We just went at it. Yeah, well, and, and you and you you've been tame with this, but this is one of those ones that you have to be tame with. Well, I, well, I wanted to be tame with it, right? So this is about sharing, and I don't mind drinking it. And I even I think I even told you like I do not want this on the show. Uh, but I changed my mind, and the reason being is it's. A really good whiskey. And it's rare. It's, it's hard, hard to, to come yeah, by. Exactly. And it's not that it's like super expensive or anything. It's just when I would all right, so when I went and picked it up, the guy was like, Yeah, we haven't seen those bottles in like four months, five months. 
And it's like, okay, well, if it's if now I'm seeing it and I'm here, I got to buy one. It was meant to I be. have to buy one. And our, and, our, and our fans, our listeners demand this. They do. They demand to have the stuff that they can't get or can't see. Even though about it. zero of them ever comment. That's a shout out to you guys to start commenting on our stuff. <laughs> you're out there. I know you're out there. We know you listen. We know you listen. We don't. We see our downloads. But you know, but maybe some maybe some comments. Maybe you guys had Booker. Yeah. Because uh, I'm gonna say I, I'm gonna say look, this is kind of more easy to get. So yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. talk to me about it. Awesome. We can talk about it. I'd love to talk to you guys about it. But talk about the Booker. Talk about the ones you you know, are rare that you think yeah. are rare. Let's, let's have some fun with these things. Listen, the presentation of Booker's is awesome. So it's actually if we have we have the box. I'm gonna move the bottle yeah, for a second. Yeah. So like this is just a cool, like a cool little box that comes in, um, and we're actually going to learn about the box in a second. Yeah. So that's kind of like one of those things when you see it, you're kind of like immediately pulled to it, and you're like, "What is this fancy thing?" So Ti, tell us about Booker. What's going on? Let me Booker? learn you about learn some me. Bookers. Learn me. Learn me. All right. So this is the uh, as Mike D mentioned, this is the twenty three oh one dash zero one Charlie's batch. Uh, this one is $97.99. That's what I picked it up for. Uh, this is a seven-year-old, 126 proof. Uh, the So this is a little bit, this is, I think, the second hottest one we've had. It's high. I mean, it's high. Look, it's high proof. So. Yeah. yeah. This is, I think, the second highest yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, so the rumored mash bill is 75% corn, 13% rye, and 12% barley. And it's truly just rumored. There is no definite, yes. and they're not telling anybody. I would say, why would yeah. they? Yeah. You know, uh, so the first release of the Booker's Bourbon 2023 collection, uh, Booker's Batch 2023-01, uh, Charlie's, Charlie's Batch. Batch. This batch is named in honor of Charlie Hutchins, the craftsman behind the signature wooden box that each bottle of Booker's Bourbon comes in. I think that's cool. That is cool. Yeah. Uh, Frederick Booker No, the second, was born in December 1929 and passed away in 2004. Dang, he's old. Mm-hmm. Uh, he introduced Booker's Bourbon in 1987 and coined the phrase small batch to describe his uncut, unfiltered bourbon. Uh, with the creation of Booker's Bourbon, a super premium bourbon, uh, he helped revitalize the bourbon business, which had been battered by the rising popularity of white spirits, like gin and particularly vodka, uh, in the 1960s and 70s. Small batch bourbons like Booker's did for bourbon what single malts did for scotch, creating a new market. No worked at Jim Beam for almost half a century and was the master distiller for over 40 years. Uh, no started working at the Jim Beam Distillery in 1952 and was named master distiller in 1965. Jim Beam was already the world's top-selling bourbon and under his direction, produced uh, production increased 1,200%. That's amazing. That is pretty dang that, cool. That means he knew what he was doing. Yeah. You know? Um, <clears throat> and so one of the things that, for those of you who don't know, right, so... Every single time you buy one of these um, boxes, bookers, so cool. uh, it comes with a little card about the batch, right? So it gives you some cool information. Um, for it's example, not che- it's it not a cheap box either. No, it's nice. Um, so it gives you like a, the batch number, 2023 01. I don't know why you said 2301 1. It's okay. It's, it's a lot of numbers going on. You were drinking. No, it's literally <laughs> what you wrote down on the paper. What? Did I? <laughs> yeah. Oh, did I mess that up? Yeah. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> um, anyways, but it also You're gives you drinking. like the proof, right? So it's 126.6 proof. Uh, so this particular one was aged seven years, one month, and eight days. Yes. Which that's pretty cool that they come down to that. That, like that the day, yes. Yeah. Right. Um, so another thing that they give you, right? And, uh, you know, maybe I'll take a picture of this with yes. these and then like post this so you guys can see. Um, so this actually tells you the breakdown of the small batch. 
Um, so it's made up of uh, barrels from four production dates that were aged in four different warehouses. Uh, the breakdown of barrel storage uh, for Booker's Charlie's Batch, which is this one. Um, so it came from 3% from the fifth floor of uh, seven-story warehouse Q. <laughs> 17% came from the fourth floor of seven-story warehouse G. 24% came from the fourth floor of seven-story warehouse Z. 27% came from the fifth floor of the seven-story warehouse Z. And 29% came from the fifth floor of seven-story warehouse I. Mm. So Old it's I. pretty cool, you know, that there's some information on the back of kind of how the blend was actually made Yes, um, for the small batch. I think that's awesome. I yes. think it's super cool. Yeah. Um, it's just, I mean, it's just some cool information to have. Yep. And his son took over since he's since he died, mm-hmm. and he's and he's the one I'm almost doing all the blending right now. So the latest batch that came out is called the Apprentice Blend, okay. And it's to honor his dad when he became uh, Jim Bean Master Distiller. Well, you know I'm gonna have to find it. If I find it, I'm buying a bottle. Oh, it's out. I mean, it's it's new. It's out there. So yeah. this is the first one that came out this year. Yep. So that it's got to be out there. I'm sure. You, I'm sure if you go on the uh, thing called the internet. I'm sure you'll find it. Mm. You know, it's it's got to be out there. And it may, I may even came across to say in my pricing, maybe it's where I got my pricing kind of mixed up on. Maybe that one's more expensive. I don't know. Okay. Uh, but interesting story. You know, he talks about how his dad was kind of like a, kind of a goofball a little bit, didn't take things as seriously. And Jim Bean had a, whoever was a Jim Bean guy at the time was like, yeah, oh, you got to be, you know. You got to be married to yeah, right, 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 right. Um, And yeah, it's interesting that, that there's some stories on that one too. Uh so I read both. Yeah. I didn't realize at first. I didn't realize what I was doing. I was from reading this one. I'm like, something feels off. And I looked at the, the numbers. I'm like, wait a second. There's numbers here. And I realized I'm looking at the wrong bottle. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. Uh, so I know that there, you wrote down something there, right? So it has kind of uh, on this card. It also has the nose. Um, What's it have for the nose on that? So card? this one's balanced without too much wood and with hints of oak, toasted nuts, and vanilla. Okay. So that's what it says on the right. card. And now the flavor should just be warmer than nice smooth finish or something crazy like that, right? Uh, well, yeah, but I mean that's only talking about the flavor. So because yeah, of that, a slight I, I, warmth and a, and a pleasant finish. Right. That's that's all for flavor, right? So I I went out, and so I, I you know since I've been doing this, I have a couple of sites now that I kind of bounce look, around on. Look towards for if I can't find a good flavor profile from the site itself, or the uh, you know, yeah. I, I have other means of finding flavor profiles. So I, there's this there's like one or two. No, actually, I'm sorry, there's three of them. That I kind of go to mm-hmm. now that I've saved and I just put type in a name and hopefully they've done a review of it. So um, I, I kind of took what they wrote and then mixed in uh, more of a taste out of it mm-hmm. based off what I read. So what did you what did you find or figure so, out? So so the nose oak toasted nuts vanilla toffee barrel char caramel and espresso mm-hmm. and then the flavor is going to be honey toffee peanut brittle okay. caramel barrel char tobacco and sweet cream. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what, what actually gets, gets checked off on this list, okay? So I just want to mention. So wait, so this is something also, by the way, A, we're not going to do with ice on our next round. No. We're going to be doing we got little, little, we got little droppers. Because this is this is something more on the level of you don't put ice in this. No. Certain ones you just don't put ice in. Yeah. So this is one of them. So you did put sweat cream instead of sweet cream, by the way. Which I'm not sure what sweat cream is. <laughs> Comes from my secretions. <laughs> I sell, I sell, I sell it on the internet. I make a soap with it too. When you said sweet cream, I was like staring at it. I was like, that doesn't say sweet. And I only have a tea that buys all my, my, my soap. Uh, it's at the finest hotels. Uh, I may did or I may really not put leave sweat it. cream? Yeah, I you did. put sweat cream. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, 
It's it's a thing. It's me. It's a thing for sure. Uh, you think I drink during the day? Uh, oh my goodness! Oh, it is nice though. Oak, vanilla. There's definitely some espresso there. There's that coffee-ish sensation going mm-hmm. on in my nose right now. It's nice. I think this is this is pretty good. I mean, the char is probably going to be the spicy too. A little smoky, a little spicy. So you went in. I did. What's going on in there? Did you clean your mouth before you ate mm-hmm. anything? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> With my sweat cream. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> no, all right. So, like the first sip, right? It's uh, it's definitely sweet. Like the first like little bit you yeah. get, it's sweet. So I can get that honey toffee. I don't really know what peanut brittle would taste like. Um, but there it's is hot. that is that spice. Well, that's hot. It is definitely it's definitely spicy, but there is like a little bit of sweetness right at the beginning. Yeah, and then it kind of. I think I the get, barrel get, char is in there. I gotta do that again. It's so hot. I, I gotta do that again to pull flavors out. Hold on. There's definitely some char. And to me, this is like old school right here, man. This is like this is what they drank back in the day. You know, I think no knew that. I think no knew that. Now I don't yeah. think I don't know if. If sweet cream would be, there is a creaminess to it though. Like at the end of it, there's, there's a, honey, a creaminess. There's that honey for sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting peanut brittle. I I I just got it. That is a hundred percent peanut brittle in there. Hundred percent. That was peanut. I like literally it was peanut. It just went through my mouth. In the summary, but <laughs> there's definitely a, that peanuts there. The caramel's there. I think that sweetness could also be that tobacco too to go with that cream. So it's almost like a creamy sweetness or sweatness, sweat cream, <laughs> if you cream. will. <laughs> See to me the the that mm. it's a creaminess in, in in texture more than it is in flavor. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think the tobacco has more of the flavor of the sweet to me because tobacco can be sweet. Yeah. Because when I say tobacco, I usually think of like chewing tobacco. Yeah. Not, not, or not, like the vanilla pipe you know, tobacco. Not, not, not like, yeah, that, something like that, not like Marlboro. Yeah. You know, or, or Newport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this has a hint flavor of, of Newport. Of Newport with, 100s. Right. But then follow, follow the cool <laughs> brand behind it. <laughs> it burns and makes you not feel right. nice, but somehow your breath is fresher. Right. Then little Benson Hedges uh, menthol mm. comes in a very. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is mm. good though. Mm. It's definitely like honey toffee. Yeah, and then the char is really the char is really strong. And I'm getting, I'm telling, you, I'm getting that that peanut brittle. And then it's creaminess cool. right at the yeah. end. Yeah, it's all a mouthfeel for the cream. Oh, this is so good. This is nice. And you know, I like this a lot. I, and and it's it's kind of cool that. Um, Frederick Booker Noel II, you know, really saved the industry because it's true. Uh, you know, back in my day, I was a vodka drinker. If I did drink scotch, I was abusing scotch the wrong way. Um, <laughs> you know, um, but I was definitely, a, and, and I, I went through a gin phase too. Uh, I actually prefer, if I, if I have a martini, I actually prefer a gin martini over a vodka martini personally. And that's also actually yeah. original recipe. But, it, it, you know, during the 80s, you never really drank whiskey. I never drank whiskey when I went out and partied. And if you did, you did a shot. And it was usually SoCo and lime. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, I'm going to puke just saying it out loud. Um, they did a lot of those back in the day. But, um, you know, and it was like, it, it, take away from the Jack and Cokes, the Jim Bean and Cokes, you know, Jim Beans and Ginger mm-hmm. and, and, the, and the Crown and Gingers that were out there too. It, whiskey was dead. Yeah. Whiskey was, I, I joke about it, but you, back in the 80s, you, in 1985, you walked into a liquor store. You'd probably have a, a whiskey section with the size of this table, to be honest. And, and half that was the same bottle, three different sizes. You yeah. know what I mean? And then you probably, they probably had some extremely cheap whiskey, like that Skull Tennessee whiskey oh, yeah. that it's in a plastic bottle. Um, and probably a couple other cheap ones. And, you know, th- there was no high-end whiskey. Yeah. I, I, I can't even imagine what Jack Daniels cost back in those days. In the 80s, 85. <laughs> back in my say, day. Yeah, back in my day, back in 1985. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wham! Uh, <laughs> wham! <laughs> Culture Club. Uh, <laughs> and we drank our vodka. <laughs> and we liked it. And we liked it. <laughs> and we had wine coolers. <laughs> God, I remember wine coolers. California coolers, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember those, dude. I remember sneaking them when I was a kid. Yes, every it was like a rite of passage. At least, at least in the eighties and maybe early nineties, a rite of passage was you had to sneak wine coolers yeah. of some sort. I remember it tasted like. Uh, you remember those those air fresheners that come in like mm-hmm. the little cone, and it, oh, yeah. remember, yeah. like the blue one and how it smelled. That's how the blue yeah. one tasted. Oh, if I, if I drank one today, I'd probably puke. Like, a, a do they even even make them anymore? I don't even know. You know, I kind of want to find know, them just to see if they do. Actually, I think what replaced them was all these hard seltzers. I think that's what we replaced Actually, it. I think Zima replaced it. Oh, Zima. Which is... <laughs> Dude, that was malt liquor. They made clear. That's all that was. But I'm pretty sure that's what it was. It was. No, no, no it was. It was, it was like malt it liquor. Re- it replaced it, and yeah. then and then we got to seltzers eventually. Like, yeah. that's how they could new. No, I think thing. I killed the industry. I think... Z- Did they still make Zima to this day? No. No. I think but... they made it a comeback, though. I don't know. I don't have my phone on me. I'd, I'd slurge. Like, that, sure. that was straight up malt liquor. I remember the commercial, too. It was like just... Um, it was, this, it was, there was this dude who did the commercial and he had like this white suit on and he had like the, the door. He's having a hard time with this cause it was actually him. No, <laughs> no, I just want, I want to use certain phrases. I know I can't use, um, he had like a, like a fedora on. He was like, Oh, it's Zima. It's Zowie. It's Wowie. It's Zowie. It was like the stupidest commercial ever. That and it was so like dumb. so popular out of nowhere. And then, like, it disappeared, which was good. It needed yeah. to disappear quickly. It was horrible. It was literally... It didn't disappear liquor. quick enough, though. No, probably not. No. But but back but back to our original story. Yeah. Whiskey was just not a drink. That's true. I, I don't remember ever ordering... Unless I did a shot of whiskey. I never ordered a whiskey drink. I don't think anybody knew what old-fashioned was back in those days, back in the 80s. Someone had to. I don't know. It'd be, like, some of the really old bartenders or something. Dude, and, that, and that's why, like, to this day, you still can find, like, J&B and Cuddy Shark still at certain, like... Country clubs, because that's what that's what it was, man. Yeah. Like back in those days, and could oh, you imagine being actually the, probably one of the biggest sellers was Seagram Seven. Yeah, and seven everyone seven. had a seven and seven, seven seven, seven baby. seven all man, day long. You know, so it's refreshing that, and it tastes delicious. <laughs> refreshing. <laughs> lemon lime, lemon lime. Um, I remember my brother, he, my stepbrother, he was a big Seagram 7 guy back in the day. He had bottles, he had the big bottles. You know, like mm-hmm. those, like those, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Those, they used to make those big, like, they were like, like, the like three, five liter bottles. Yeah, they're, they're, like, they're like the four and a half liter <laughs> yeah. bottles. Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah, but whiskey was dead. It truly was. And you know what? Probably because what this guy did in 87 started a 
culture yeah. for it. And, and suddenly it became, oh, you know, did you hear about this whiskey? Yeah, I think it's really, it's one of those things where you, there was an opportunity, right, to make something, right? And it, one of the things, right, they mentioned after that, the 1987 date, is like the super premium. So you got to think about the 80s, right? Everyone wanted to be the thing, oh, right? Yeah. Everyone oh, yeah. had that kind of mentality. So if you introduce something as super premium, people are going to hop on board. Yeah, I'll show where the beef was, man, you know. That's just what it is. Above. Um, yeah, it's no, the beef. It, it, you know, no, I, I truly believe that, and it it, it definitely it, it definitely also made getting whiskey maybe a little more special again. Mm-hmm. Hey, you got to find this one. This is really good. Taste this. Yeah, you know. And then now we're now, like I said, look where we well, are. Could you imagine seeing this box sitting on the shelf back in the eighties in, in like a bar or I, something? I, like I, that? I'm wondering if that's how they first marketed it with the box or not. Maybe that's something came out later. Maybe, but maybe. I mean, like if you saw this in the eighties, you'd be all over it. Yeah, yeah, right. Because it's unique. It's yeah. a unique presentation. Yeah, yeah. Everything was uh, man in the eighties, man. I think that's when uh, Grey Goose came out and Kettle One mm. and like all these like fancy boutique vodkas. Yeah. You know, we were like, I think Absolute was extremely popular back in the day. Absolute is still extremely. It's still popular. extremely popular, but I mean, I think that's like I think Absolute rolled for a while, almost yeah. to a certain degree, until like it was cheap years. and hangover inducing. Yes. Oh yeah, I used to love Absolute. That was my favorite vodka. I was when I was back in my vodka days, like my everyday yeah. vodka. Your everyday vodka <laughs> it was Absolute. What am I going to be walking down the street with today? Yeah. My Absolute. My Absolute <laughs> occasional smirk. I used to like Stoli's chilled vodka shots. Oh, yeah. that was the best. Do you ha- so I have my 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 absolute cranberry cocktail, mm. and I get slowly chilled, slowly shots, man. Oh. And then somehow I start doing Southern Comfort shots, and I go home and do bad things, <laughs> unspeakable <laughs> things in my bathroom. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. <laughs> you know, make up with the world's worst hangover. Yes. Thank God there were delis in New York. That's due to the. Uh, that's a hundred percent due to the uh, Southern Comfort. Oh. And it's funny, it is a bourbon, right? It's a whiskey. It's technically a whiskey. It's technically a whiskey, but I don't think I can even I don't think I don't think I could put it in front of me without like just gagging. I mean, I had a phase with, with Soko. You know, I think one of these shows we're gonna have to do one day. This is a joke. Maybe we'll do like a, maybe we even do a show. Maybe we do like a like a twenty minute Instagram video and we do like Seagram Seven, Cuddy Shark, you know April Fools. April Fools. Yeah, the April Fools episode. Oh, that'd be great. And yeah. get like all those old school like, 80 but, but we'll also have all like the stats on them. Okay. Like take it like a serious episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's still being sold. Oh, yeah. All it's still them. being sold. You know, in yeah. fact, one of the, you know, we, we want to do a $20 and under. Although we're saying that we're going to do that as an April Fool's Day episode on the episode is going to kind of ruin it unless people listen to this episode again. I don't know. Oh, actually, I want them to forget. It's a whole point in a joke. That's true. Yeah. Tell them the whole point in a gotcha. joke. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> You know, and, and we've been talking about doing the uh, $20 and under show pretty soon uh, and bring back one of our, our guests for that mm-hmm. one. Um, but, like, you know, I already have a bottle for us for that show. And yep. when I looked at the history of this bottle, which I'm not going to say the name, it is the number two producing blended whiskey in the world next to Seagram 7. So Seagram 7 is... one guess. Yeah, and, you know... I mean, you, it's a hundred bottles versus hundred versus ninety bottles ultimately because that's all you make nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. All right, so now we're going in, but now we're going to do this with. Oop, wrong one. Uh oh. Ooh, that would have been a foul. I mean, if you had to drink that one and go back to this one, it'd been like crazy. I'm not. I'm not. I stop you. I'm going. Out, I'm going out of town tomorrow. It's all good. Careful. Careful. This we cannot spill any. 
This is like. Let me suck that wood. Hold on. (laughs) You want four? Yeah. One, two, three, four. Let that water open up. It's got a nice dark color to it, too. So, you know, this this is beautiful in the bottle. Like, seriously, this is such a pretty, like, whiskey. Pretty. It's like really nice. It's a dark, dark amber. It's got a nice, it's got a pretty mouth. I think you mean pretty mouthfeel. Oh, mouthfeel. There you go. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Make it more perverse. Mm. So I'm, I'm getting that char. More than I did the first time. That that water brought it smoky. Mm. Uh, let me uh, clear the palate here. So now that we've had our two, right? We've been drinking these right now. So tonight uh, we got some really good food from a local Italian market called Joseph's. Dang good food. And what did you get for us tonight? So I did a meat lasagna. Because, yeah, you know, Italian lasagna. Place, right? yeah. um, which was actually really good. Yeah. Um, and then I got us some roasted Brussels sprouts, which we both really love, yes. like, Brussels sprouts. But it, it came has like with, like, ham. Ham and like some Italian ham and, and some, like, sun-dried tomatoes. Tom- yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was really good. And then we also got roasted cauliflower, mm-hmm. uh, spinach, um, and then I did some, what is that? Shrimp cocktail. cocktail. And then I'm trying to think of the other things. There's the salad and then. Uh, what comes with the salad? Eclair. And eclair. Yeah. yeah th- those come with this, this, what yeah. you got. It's, it's a dinner it's a for meal. two. Yeah. Actually, so, that's the thing to talk about too, is they actually offer dinners for one and dinners for yes. two. It's actually pretty cool. If you live in this area and you haven't been there yet, check yeah. out Joseph's. Yeah. Great for, you need a quick dinner. I think and like, this is a massive meal. It's like 17 I, or $19 of even. Like for the the dinner for two, I think it was like twenty seven. Oh, twenty seven. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, like it came with all that food, though. Yeah, it was a lot of food. Yeah. Salad. Looks like it came with dessert. Yeah, it came with dessert, salad, and two sides, two sides mm-hmm. as well as the actual main course. Yeah. No, it's so. good. And actually, it varies. The prices vary on what you get. Yeah. And so yeah, and they have lots of good food there. They have a great like section where it's all this prepared food, uh, amazing stuff in there. Um, yeah. And they also have like a pizzeria on the side there. They have a great great seafood market. Great. Well, that's why department. we picked up the shrimp cocktails. And the shrimp, tell you, those I love. I love like jumbo, jumbo shrimps. Yeah. Because when you get like those little tiny shrimp you get from the grocery store, and that, that yeah, you're like, eh. it's it's like not, I'm not even sure if it's even shrimp anymore to me now. Because after after eating that, which tastes like shrimp, it bites like shrimp. You know, bite yeah. into it because that crisp, and you got these little thin, soft, little like almost translucent things that you're eating. Yeah. Uh, it's like that is shrimp cocktail. Yeah. And we had talked about this last week. Yes. And it definitely hits the market. That's why we went to Joseph's. Yes, yes. Because actually, <laughs> that's, that's just part of the whole thing. But they have lots of good food there. I love their eggplant rollatini. Um, mm. They make a flank steak and also a London broil. That if you get, like, you just tell them you want the rare pieces. Oh, it's really good. Their um, chicken marsala is really good. Chicken marsala is good. They have something called chicken. Oh, what's it called? It's piccata. Not piccata. piccata. No, no. I'll, I'll get chicken. Gepsi, El Gepsi, something like that. Giuseppe, chicken Giuseppe. That's what it's called. And it's like chicken, artichoke, hearts, um, roasted tomato, uh, I'm sorry, sun-dried tomatoes, uh, capers, and it's got like this sauce. Oh, it's so good. It's like one of my favorite dishes to get from there to go. It's really good. And um, and all the other food's really good too. They make a really good stuffed, um, old-school stuffed artichoke. 
okay. with the breadcrumbs. Not healthy for you by any means. Not healthy for but you. But it's delicious. It's but it's absolutely delicious. But you pop it in the oven, and also in the seafood department too. If you go to the case right next to seafood, they have pre-made uh, baked clams Ooh. that are really good, and they also have pre-made like fish dips and. Um, Sometimes they have the pre-made soft-shell crabs that are yes, kind of nice. lightly fried um, that are really good, too. I've had that a few times. They have good food there. That's and it's a good market, too. They got you know local they have local uh, fruits and vegetables yeah. um, and a bakery. Bakery is awesome. My daughter loves the bakery. I like the bakery. They have really good bread there. You know, can't touch our boys. Uh, I got to no. say that out loud. But they also make... Shout out to Picnic. Yeah, yeah. Shout, definitely shout out to Picnic. Um, but they also make a really good, what they call chimbala bread, which is my favorite type of Italian bread. Okay. It's a nice, thick crust, great for dipping into a sauce, and it holds its own. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The crust can handle it. <laughs> it's, got the, it's got the crust. It's got the crust. You know? So you got to check it out. Check out check out Joseph's, one of my favorite markets. Every Christmas, I get catering from them. Yep. I do uh, chicken marsala or chicken piccata. I always mix it up. Yeah. And then I uh, always get the eggplant rollatini. And my favorite. Th- their food's just so good there. Eggplant roll yeah, and down is like oh yeah the jam. That is the jam. It's so good the way they make out there, and they make their own ho- they make their own homemade mozzarella there too. Mm-hmm. So which is really good. They have a good deli too. Make great sandwiches. I love their yeah, sandwiches. Go check them out. They're yeah. right there off of uh, Military in North Lake. So I'm going to say right now, based off what we're tasting. Uh, so it, all right. So I, hold on. Let me try this with the water. Hold on. <laughs> it's not much different. <laughs> You're going to say for a. One that you can drink regularly and consistently. You're talking the Calumet. So I think the Calumet goes good with the, um, the shrimp cocktail. Yeah. Um, and probably the Brussels sprouts, too. In my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. It's lighter, and then, so and it handles then, those flavors. And then, like, you know, to me, when you have a lasagna, you have a glass of red wine. Yeah. So it's bold. It's bold. Booker's a bold. That, that goes with the lasagna, man. Yeah. Uh, definitely. So those cheeses, too, because there's, like, there's more than one cheese in that oh, lasagna. Yeah, there is. It's like four cheeses yeah. in that thing. That goes great. That that punginess with the cheese and that boldness of the booger. I agree. I'll throw a little bit more water in here because I'm a little curious about something since we're experimenting. Two, three, four, five. I put five more little droplets in there. Five more droplets. Five more. You gotta give it a little swirl though. You gotta you gotta let it do its thing. So what are you curious about? <laughs> I thought maybe something would open up more. Yeah, in fact, it got hotter. <laughs> How did this get more it, alcohol? It actually flavor? got it actually got hotter. Um, I I think without the water, I like it better. Actually, I think I was getting more flavors out of it. Well, clean my palate again. I keep cleaning my palate tonight. Hmm. Honestly, I just did four drops. It's like perfect. I don't think it didn't change when I had the extra drops, but maybe it's got to breathe a little bit too. This is why I keep swirling it before I sip it because I want it. Definitely a breathing whiskey. The more right. it breathes, the more it's going to open up and flavors. No, it's fantastic though. If you can find it, and that is a if you can mm, find it. That honey, that toffee, that peanut brittle. Oh, that peanut brittle's right there again. It's definitely one uh, of those ones that you want to pick up. It's worth is, trying. This is really good. I don't know if you'd want to get this for somebody, but because this is such a unique one where no, it's like this is for you. Pick it you up you if you really want to do it and grab it and try it for you, for yourself. Yeah, this is this is not something you buy for somebody. No. It confuse them. Be like <laughs> it would just confuse them. Like wait, over you like an elation. But it comes in a nice box, yeah. so you can wrap it easily. Yeah. Uh, no, you don't buy this for somebody. Like I said, <laughs> this would confuse somebody. Like you actually bought this for me. 
And you're like, like oh, just kidding, it's mine now. Yeah, it's like, no, I take it back. It's mine. You have this. And yeah. just like hand them Evan Williams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, old granddad, here you go. This is yours. You know, or some of those ones I'm looking at are under under twenty dollars, like old tub. <laughs> there you go. It's an old tub. Uh, there's some. There's definitely some interesting ones under ten. Oh, under yeah. twenty dollars. Oh, I thought yeah. there's a couple under ten dollars I saw in there oh, too. Yes. You know, I wonder what those are about. You know, I think it's funny that the, the regular, like the regular bottles, like nine ninety nine, and like the one point five liters, like twelve ninety nine. Oh my god, <laughs> it's quality. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's quality. <laughs> you know, and back to the whiskey revolution that happened in the eighties. That saved so many names. We'll call it like that. It is because all these, all these, all these like Brown and Foreman's, uh, the Sazeracs, mm-hmm. who is the Sazerac who owns Buffalo Trace. Yes, they all went out and bought names. They all went out and bought the recipes and and resurrected these names. Yeah, but resurrected them the right way. Some that were still being made were probably not being made that good. I'm gonna say Old Forester is probably a good example of that. That the bottle you got of Old Forest, first of all, they didn't have the selection they have today. Probably one Thanks. bottle, and it probably wasn't being distilled. No, because no one cared, yeah. right? So Brown and Foreman took them over, resurrected their uh, recipes, the, the recipe and distillery, fixed yeah. the distillery, did the right, did right by them, right? Brought back all the recipes, brought back the master distiller who could make their recipes the right way, and saved them, right? And now they make what, like five or six different kinds, right? Yeah, now? something like that. Something like that. Like they have one or one or two different ryes. And I like, mean, all of them. I love them all. Right, they're all really good. They're fantastic. And, and back in '87, the bottle you probably got back then, which was probably like twelve dollars, if you found it somewhere. If you probably like that '87, even if you were lucky to find it somewhere, probably yeah. a bar would only have it because you know they had to buy it because the distiller had it in there. You know, yeah, the distiller would make you. I mean, I'm sorry, the the um, distributor, the distributor would make you buy. Like, hey, if you want. You want a discount on these vodkas? You have to buy right. like two right. of these. Exactly. You need, you need to pick up some of this old forest or crap. Cue the whole right. eye roll. But oh. um, but I'm sure it's not. It's by no means the same that you got in '87. So it's like because of that, all these names got resurrected. Like yeah. you know, we had Chicken Cock not too long ago. Um, even some of the other ones that we've had, like Knob Creek, because uh, they all make comebacks. Yeah. You know, and and they're all making them good. You know, uh, even with the with whole rye revolution too, and what, what's what's happened with that, man, I almost picked up this rye the other day. So I, you know, I told you I had a fifty dollars gift card, and uh, I was at Total Wine. They had this one from Oregon. It was a hundred dollars. What one from Oregon? I don't know. I never heard of it before. I I can't remember the name of it. I remember the bottle because, like, if you, okay, so you know, I know, that, the, yeah, I know, I know very well. It is literally the very last bottle on the top shelf, or or the first bottle, if you will. When you first walk into the and walk into it, the ammunition, the one I picked yeah. up, was right next to it. I'm gonna go so it I, I, I actually I put it in my cart for a second. And I'm like, uh, look, I had a fifty dollars gift card. I don't really want to drop money right now. I wasn't planning to drop money, and I was curious about the ammunition because I already had the other ammunition which I liked, yeah. which was interesting because this one was made in Kentucky by the way for ammunition. Okay, which I thought they That's were solely based out of California, um, but they're using Pinot Noir. Cast. Okay. Something's going on there with California. Um, but this bottle of Oregon I never heard of. It was $99.99. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go back and get it at some point. And I almost picked up the bottle of Wise Man, too, which is only like 30-something or 40-something. Okay. Wise Man's been calling my name, too, every time I go on there. Wise Man's been around for a while. Yeah. They have a name, actually. And that's because they're Wise Men's. Yeah. <laughs> it's because they're very wise. Right, very wise. But um, this booker, though, I mean, you, look, if you're a whiskey drinker, if you, you, uh, look, if you listen to the show, you must like whiskey, right? Yeah. 
get this bottle. If you can find it, pick up the bottle. But like I said, that was no joke what the guy told me. He's like four to five months he hadn't seen a bottle. And and I think your probably average mean will be about $110 in my yeah. opinion. So, you, I mean, it, it's... I got lucky. I mean, that's... So, I mean, Yankee Spirits is kind of like a large liquor warehouse. So is it they get in discounts. Boston? Yeah. Wicked? So, is it a wicked? It's wicked. It's a wicked whiskey warehouse? Wicked awesome. Wicked awesome? Yeah. Well, with that said, uh, so, you know, this was a fun episode. This I was a very fun episode. And I really enjoyed this. Um all right, so this is my private collection. Yes. What do you think of the two whiskeys? I like them both. I, I think Calumet could be a more regular weekly bourbon, not everyday bourbon, a weekly bourbon, or maybe okay. even a two-week bourbon. The Booker, you buy this, you, once again, you you hoard this a little bit. You're sharing it with specific people. people You're not just you, throwing it at people. Right, you have people coming over, you, you, know, you don't even know who they are, yeah. your roommates, friends, you're just not pulling this out. But someone you know, someone out of town, you know they like the whiskey. Yeah, I want you to try this. Yeah. This is gonna be a bit, this, is gonna, this is gonna be a little heavy. Yeah, but you're gonna like this because this, this is how it is. Yeah, this is how it was back in the day. So I think they're two very different. I think they're both great. Awesome. I don't think you could put these two in the same category no, because they're just all. very different. I mean, they're technically in the same category being they're that both they're bourbons. yeah, Kentucky right. straight bourbon. Right. But uh, well, I mean, this is 126 proof versus 86, 86 proof. Yeah. That's you know 40 proof. That's a 40 proof difference yeah. right there. So it's just a different style of drinking. Like, I think the comment, I think I liked it both ways, ice and neat. Yep. I think, because we didn't do this on ice, we did it with dropple to water. I, I'm probably going to lean towards no dropple to water for me, personally. I think I got more peanut brittle flavor out of it. Yeah. And I think I think this is something that, you know, our listeners should really just seek out. He could get it. Find it. Perfect. Get it. Treat yourself. You deserve Treat it. Treat yourself. You're working hard out there, everybody. <laughs> but, no, this is a great episode. It was. We got some good food. The, the Joseph's, the lasagna, the shrimp cocktail, the, the Brussels sprouts, the, yeah. the, the spinach, and the, and the... And make sure you check out our, our Instagram. Make sure yes. you check us out on YouTube. We're still yep. working. I think right now we're just shy of 20 subscribers, so make sure you're checking us out on YouTube. We have so many more on the podcast. We're getting side. there. I don't we're get We're getting it. there. We're getting there. We're you, getting there. Do you, you just not want to look at us? I mean... <laughs> I mean, I can't blame them. I, you know, I'm, I'm a son of a handsome man. What are you saying? But yeah, go uh, check us out. Make sure you so subscribe ugly. to everything. <laughs> Please make sure you subscribe. You know, wherever you're listening to our podcast, yes. whether it's Apple Podcasts or Google or yeah, iHeartRadio or whatever, make yep. sure you follow us. YouTube, if you'd like to watch us, make sure you hit that like yep. button. Subscribe to us. Um, Make sure you check out Fox Cigar, foxcigar.com. Yep. That's where we're, you know, that's where our cigars came from this evening. Yes, once we find them upstairs. I just don't remember what they okay. uh, But, yeah, you go definitely check them out. Sign up for their uh, their email, their email mailers. Uh, you get good discounts there. Nothing spilled. I know, I'm proud of that. That was pretty good. Um, yeah. yeah, so I think, you Good know, episode, good food. Solid episode. And this is, you know, and we got some... I, I got some stuff in the works. I'm, I'm teasing T.I. a little bit on some things. He doesn't know what's going on just yet. So we have some, some good shows upcoming. We're going to do some weeded bourbons. We're going to do some under-20s. Mm-hmm. We're going to do some other ones. we got some good stuff upcoming, so you know, look out for these shows. Follow our show. Get a bottle. If you get the, the Booker one's going to be harder to get. get That's going to be follow. hard to find. Look at the Calumet. Follow us along. Enjoy the show. Yeah. Enjoy the tastings with us. Everybody have a great night out there. Enjoy. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good one, everybody.